Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Wild Vittles. I gotta get moving, because time is always seems to be against me. But today's episode, I was, um, dollop that in there. I was trying to come up with a new recipe, and I was watching YouTube videos, as I do, and came across a King Ranch recipe. And I love King Ranch casserole. And then it hit me, this moment. Oh, why don't I do a wild game King Ranch casserole? Brilliant. I know. That's what you're saying. You're like, genius. All right. This. So, I'm trying to scramble and get this done. This was a, a late night epiphany. So, I sent out my ground meat last night. Did my fast thaw, like I tell you guys about all the time. And made up my own recipe. I looked at a bunch of different recipes and came up with what I'll call Chris's concoction. And I've never made this. It may be an abject failure, but I don't care. I'm going to try it. So what I'm starting with in this King, Roll, King Ranch casserole, and I'll explain a little bit of what King Ranch casserole is. What I've thrown into the skillet is one white onion, one bell pepper, and two jalapenos that are all kind of diced. And we're going to get these kind of sauteed. I've got a little bit of olive oil in the pan. King Ranch casserole is a Texas thing. It's kind of a Southern Texas thing. And some people say that it has to do with King Ranch, which is a huge friggin' ranch, bigger than Rhode Island is what I've heard. And that, you know, this was a casserole used to feed the, the ranch hands. I've also heard that's complete bullshit. And that um, this is just something that some Southern Texas ladies came up with as good casseroles. I do know that um, Lady Bird Johnson, you know, first lady, had this made in the White House in the kitchen. So I've had it actually in Georgetown, which is a small town just outside of Austin at the Monument Cafe. If you've never been to the Monument Cafe, do yourself a favor and go there. It is... It makes me want to run a cafe. It's impressive too. It's a big place. It looks like a cafe. It's like all stucco. Um, a bazillion servers in there. And in the back, you can see back there them cooking. And it's one of these traditional cafes that runs from like, I don't know what time in the morning, probably 6.30 or something, till 2 or 3. And they serve um, breakfast and lunch. And I think breakfast is probably all day. But they have King Ranch casserole there, and that's where I first came across it. And I was like, this stuff is awesome. So I'm going to turn that up a bit to seven. I generally cook on six. So we're going to try this. This is experimentation. Because you know, if you do the same damn thing over and over again, you're never going to end up with, any, with anything new. And I'm always looking for something new. In the back of my mind, I do worry about this being very similar to my John Wayne casserole. But that is uh, meat, beans, and cream of mushroom soup. And this is not. So I'll just quickly kind of run through what all I've, I've got in this. So again, the jalapenos, uh, red bell peppers, only red bell because I'm trying to make it look visually appealing because you could do green, yellow, orange, or whatever. Um, the onion, because onion's a base in everything. And I use white because it's kind of traditional for mexican and southern texas recipes to use white but you could use yellow i i wouldn't use red but i'd use yellow um additionally in here let's see i made myself a list do, 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 do. oh i'm gonna put in some garlic uh chili powder cumin salt and pepper 
Um, I'm going to add some um, chipotles in adobo. It's going to have uh, cream jalapeno soup, which you can get at your grocery store, at least you can in Texas at HEB, and um, cream mushroom soup. Again, the, ch the chipotle and adobo and rotel. Um, and this is going to go into a into a casserole dish. I'm using a 9 by 13 casserole dish. I'm going to layer in there, kind of like a lasagna, tostadas, this mix, cheese, tostadas, this mix, and then layer on top, cheese. And hopefully, 40 minutes later, I have a beautiful, beautiful dish. And you know... I don't know, casseroles seem kind of like something from the 1950s, but it, it's handy for the way that I live my life because it's like I can put those things away, it makes a great meal, makes a great lunch the next day, you can freeze part of it, good party dish. So come on, try casserole. That is looking beautiful. All right. I'm going to pour that back in just to kind of hold it, and let's see if Chris burns himself or spills a bunch of it something I tend to do don't spill I spilled a little bit there there should be like a pour spout on this stuff but you know what is it close enough hand grenades and horseshoes and all that and it doesn't have to be cleaned cleaned out there can be a little bit of stuff left in there but oh that's pretty all right now we're going to put this meat in here Why don't I, um, while I'm doing this, I'm going to use, make use of my unproductive time and mix in some of these spices while this finishes browning. So we're going to do, I'll do the garlic last. Tablespoon and a half-ish of chili powder. A lot of them may say a pound or a, a tablespoon. I'm like, I want more. I like... I like a lot of spice in everything I do. So we're doing chili powder. All right, that's one. I'm going to do kind of eyeball half in there. That's good. Now we need some cumin. They say a tablespoon of cumin. Most of my other recipes I generally do like teaspoon so I may go a little light on the cumin because that is that's a lot because cumin's pretty powerful I think yeah that's good so hopefully I don't get to the end of this and go bleh first time through man all right what else teaspoon of salt half teaspoon of pepper I'm almost out of salt See if I can get a teaspoon out of here. I know a lot of people see, you know, you put like a teaspoon of salt in there like, oh my God, dude, you need some salt. Don't be sparing on that salt. Don't do salt free. I get on to my wife. She's always like buying salt free taco seasoning, salt free this and that. I'm like, it might as well be labored, uh, labeled flavor free, I think. Oh, almost got too much in there. Hmm, where could I dump this? There we go. Do half a teaspoon of pepper. You don't want to overdo the pepper. It can be 
a bit much. Kind of like me sometimes. It's, it's what my wife tells me. You're a bit much. All right, I'm going to put some garlic. Oh, my God, it's hard. And how many garlic, two garlic cloves? Again, I'm cheating. I'm comfortable with that. Um, a teaspoon is a clove, approximately. I know I'm kind of mixing wet and dry ingredients. You might be like, heresy. Unbelievable. My apologies. I'm going to pour back in my beautiful sautéed vegetables. Make sure you get all those because you don't want any of that left out. These are stars of the show, along with co-starring with Elk. Could be deer. You know, one of the things everybody ought to know is, look, I know that wild game, I, I, I tell you, you have to treat it a little di differently, but it doesn't mean you can't put it in normal dishes. Dude, make plain old tacos with ground deer and ground elk. Make a uh, hamburger helper. Make spaghetti sauce that you put ground meat into. These are wonderful things. All right, I think my plan is working because my ratio of vegetables to meat does not look freaking off like it does sometimes. All right, I'm putting these dry ingredients. sticking because of the uh, what do you call it? the garlic juice kind of made it clump up a little bit so what I'm doing now is I've already got I put in the dry ingredients my goal is to get the seasoning the spices evenly mixed across this meat and it should smell like taco it is not taco but it should smell like taco all right, I'm going to reserve some of this crumble, wonderful stuff on top because I think it'll look cool. So I'm going to get probably like, a, I don't know, maybe half a cup. I think that'll work. Half a cup. And I'm gonna kinda, some of my ground meat was kinda big. I don't know, I can put more in there. I got a quarter cup here. That looks more appropriate. We'll see, I'll have to take a note if I think it was too much, not enough. All right, we're ready for some of our wet ingredients. And we're going to add in, do, 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 that's all done there, the soups. Now, so let's grab this cream of jalapeno. I've never used this soup before. I saw it being used on a recipe. Ooh, I'm smelling that. It smells good. It's more liquidy than I would have thought. Sometimes some of this cream of mushroom is, oh, I need to turn this down. We have too much heat. We're gonna put that in. Cream of mushroom, cream of jalapeno. And I don't know if I need um, two cans of each of those or one of each of those. So I'm gonna mix in one and take a look at it and see. I was also very conflicted 
on whether or not to use cream of mushroom or cream of chicken. But some of the better recipes I looked at had actually the fanciest ones. They actually put whole mushrooms in there and saute them like you would the onions. But I'm trying to provide you and me a mix of extremely good food mixed with a little bit of convenience. I'm going to need another spoon because I'm going to put a, this is my own flair I'm going to put in this, is some chipotles in adobo. Dude, I need some wireless, I need wireless um, headset so I can roam around. Huh. About to use up all of this. Oh, that is going to be so good. I'm just going to put in a spoonful because I want my wife to be able to eat this too. She'll be unhappy with me if I make it too spicy. And we need to keep our spouse, our family members happy. You know, they are a big part of who we are. Make our lives more interesting. Just a happier place. I don't know, one can... You know, I'm afraid that if I put more in there, it might be a little too soupy. And to get everything, oh, I forgot the Rotel. I've got to put the Rotel in there. Get my can opener. This is why people write things down. That's my imaginary can opener that I'm doing it handheld here. I don't know why I'm doing it with a, I guess, counter space. I'll say that. Counter space is why I don't have a mechanical uh, can opener all right I put in let's recap here I put in the Rotel which is diced tomatoes and chilies I did the original so it's not too hot it's not too mild I put in one can of cream of jalapeno soup I put in one can of uh, cream of mushroom soup and I think I told you that I put in two garlic cloves a tablespoon and a half chili powder tablespoon of cumin and one teaspoon of salt and half a teaspoon of pepper I'm glad I didn't put um, without like even blinking putting in two more cans of soup because that would be a lot and I think it would be too much because this is kind of the volume that I use in my John Wayne casserole and it makes a really healthy size casserole I think as soon as we get this set I think that that is good. So a um, nine by 13 casserole dish is what I'm grabbing next. And then I've got um, some of this, you know, nonstick cooking spray, which in my case is olive oil. Spray olive oil. Let me do that real quick. I got kind of a clump in one spot. So I'm going to take a paper towel and kind of, I don't know if this is really necessary to put this in here, but it will. All right, I've got nonstick. My mixture is bubbling. That's looking good. Now I'm going to take some tostadas, but we're going to layer the bottom with these tostadas. I got a bum one there. That'll be a snack. Let's 
So now we're coming together. So this is kind of my my crust. Putting, I guess it'll be six across the bottom of the casserole dish. I think this is adequately mixed together. I'm going to turn that off. And I need a big honking spoon to kind of ladle that over these tostadas. Oh, I'm not going to have enough mix. I'm going to have to do this probably one big ass layer. That's okay. Improvisation. We're going to get the cheese. And I took. I wanted to try to do a block cheese that's grated instead of me buying shredded cheese. That's a little bit of cheating. So I've got, what was it, six, eight ounces of Monterey Jack and then eight ounces of cheddar, and I've mixed that together. And I'm going to put down a layer, very healthy layer of this here. And I should be saving probably about half of it for the top. That set, we're going to put in more tostadas. You know, I haven't eaten many tostadas, actually. should try this. Hmm. It's pretty good. I've never had them. I mean, they're just giant tortilla chips, right? In the, uh, the versions that I've seen, they've, like, even used corn tortillas. Some people, my God, some people have too much time. They like cut them up precisely, so they're little little pyramids. No, triangles. I don't have much time, man. So I'm breaking this into bits. And I'm covering the top. And then we're going to put more cheese on top in my, my meat mixture. It will kind of all go in there together. I'm getting so hungry. Yeah, my first application of tostadas. I feel like I'll be making those little, um, what are those, the Taco Bell pizzas with tostadas. Maybe in a future episode. But, you know, it always goes back to my utilization of game. This was, uh, I think, one and three quarter pound of elk meat, so you could use two pounds. Very easily. All right, I need probably one more. Get this corner done. I'm gonna put the remainder of the cheese on it. We were so close. All right, I'm gonna call that good and the dogs will get what's left. And then I'm gonna put this meat that I've reserved we're going to sprinkle that over the top because it's all about making it look pretty, man. Oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. Awesome stuff. So, for those that are in listening-only mode, I, I put in a layer of tostadas on the bottom. 
put in a layer of this meat mixture that we've mucked up, put a layer of cheese on top of that, then put a layer of tostadas that I broke up, the first time I didn't break them, broke up into pieces, kind of like tortilla chips, layer that across the top, sprinkled my cheese mixture, which I should have said is, I think I did half um, Monterey Jack and half cheddar and about eight inches, eight inches, eight ounces of both. Put that in. Now I've got my, my kind of, this is kind of the beauty mix on top here. I've got meat and peppers and all of that. I'm going to put that in the oven at 350 for, we'll try 40 minutes. I'm going to cover it with foil. I'll probably take off the foil the last five minutes. Be right back. Welcome back. Okay, so it's been 35 minutes. I had this covered with aluminum foil for 30 minutes, took it off for the last five to get kind of a, a brown on the top. Want to make sure that those crumbly bits didn't get burnt. And this is my concoction now, and this is completely freelance. Don't know if it's going to turn out. I've been letting it rest for 10 minutes. It's sure it's probably still atomic hot. So let me try to. I need a fork. Let me grab that. All right, fork in hand. And let me try to get a piece out here. You might be like, why did you pick the one in that corner? Let's see if I can do this without too much of a mess. All right. Nuclear hot. Reminiscent of my. Um, of my John Wayne casserole. Let's give it a try. Hmm. I think we have a hit. I'm very happy with that. That is, that is fantastic. So, this is what it tastes like if an elk walked across King Ranch and got caught over there. And then the, the ranch hands were hungry. King Ranch casserole. Um, I'll, you know, I'll have the, uh, the, the recipe it's my original recipe, using a lot of other people's recipes, right? Everybody's got a King Ranch recipe, King Ranch casserole recipe. Um, but, hey, it just goes to show, you know, watch some other folks making food and try to make your own. Uh, read some, some recipes. I have so many cookbooks. And come up with something original. Experiment. Be bold. Use your wild game meat. It is, it is your responsibility when you get that animal. Go use him up and get ready for next year. So, Thank you all. I appreciate you. And I hope everybody um, enjoyed this. And let's be a better wild game cook together. Thank you. I want you to know it's over.